Well, good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the TR90 Body Burn 30 Support Call. This call happens Monday through Friday at this time, which for me is 6.40 Pacific Time, 7.40 Mountain Time, 8.40 Central Time, and 9.40 Eastern Time. Thrilled to have you along with us. If you ever miss these calls, you can pick them up on an application called SoundCloud or wherever you get your podcasts by putting in Frank, F-R-A-N-K, Lomas, L-O-M-A-S, and either TR90 or Solutions, the digit for anti-aging. If you're listening to this and it's a podcast and you wish to catch us live, dial in to 712-775-8972. And when it prompts for the conference code, put in 910022. And we would be thrilled to have you along with us. For those of you that don't know who I am, I'm Susan Mann out of Portland, Oregon, welcoming you to the call. These calls are archived back more than, I want to, I want to say that we're probably almost in our 12th year by now. Um, with that being said, I'm always looking for additional information to share with us, um, which we'll jump into after I run through what the TR90 program is when you're first starting out, which is that one good lean, clean meal a day, two shakes a day, three snacks a day, 30 grams of protein at at least three of those meals, Taking supplements 15 to 20 minutes before a meal if it's possible. If it's not, do take them with your meals. Still works, just not super effective. Seven plus servings of fruits and vegetables every single day. That gives you macronutrients, micronutrients, and fiber. Fiber helps with satiety, but it also helps with good digestive health, which means guys should be getting about 45 grams of fiber daily, and ladies would need to be getting about 32 grams of fiber daily. You should be getting seven to nine hours of good quality sleep a night. That really helps set your body up for uh, making good decisions the following day, but it uh, stores memories, clears out toxins. It does a, a whole series of what I call system resets. 30 minutes of moderate to heavy exercise at least five days a week. And that exercise can be chunked up into two 15-minute chunks, three 10-minute chunks, or one 30-minute chunk doing something you enjoy doing because you're going to be more likely to stick with it if you're doing something you enjoy. Um, switch it up. Sometimes just um, moving from one season to another and switching up what you're doing will actually keep your body guessing and working a little bit harder, which is a good thing. Hydration, the current thinking is at least one ounce of water for every two pounds you weigh. So if you weigh 100 pounds, you should be drinking a minimum of 50 ounces of water daily. And with that being said, I'm going to get, jump into today's topic, which is all about how to avoid osteoporosis. We think our bodies as the scaffolding, uh, our bones as the scaffolding for our bodies. First, from a certain standpoint, this is correct. Our bones are the rigid framework that supports our muscles and soft tissue. But there is a dramatic difference between our bones and steel scaffold. Our bones are living tissue and in constant state of flux. Bones constantly break down and build up. Indeed, as far as your bones are concerned, you're not the, only, not the person you were 10 years ago. The adult skeleton is replaced every decade. Bones are also very porous. They actually consist of a flexible, porous framework of a protein substance called collagen. Um, that's been in a lot news a lot in the last few years, and hey, collagen is good for several things. 
plus a lot of calcium phosphate that serves as a mineral filler. Here are the two most important things to know about your bones. First, because they're in a constant state of rebuilding, today's diet and exercise are creating tomorrow's bone. Second, we are facing a health crisis because as many of us tend to live longer, our bones abused by poor diet and lack of exercise aren't up to the task of supporting us in our old age. The results, the estimated risk of lifetime fracture exceeds 40% for women and 13% for men. In fact, approximately 10 million Americans are currently diagnosed with osteoporosis, and perhaps more alarmingly, 18 million are at risk because of bone, low bone mass. Osteoporosis, or porous bone, is aptly named. If you could see an x-ray of an osteoporotic bone, it would look like Swiss cheese. As you might imagine, when bones become porous, they lose strength. The greater danger the great danger here is a fracture. A young person with strong, resilient bones who experiences a simple broken or fractured bone will heal fairly quickly. And an older person who experiences a hip fracture, a common occurrence among seniors with osteoporosis, can find that he or she has crossed the threshold into disability and worse. And for too many older People, a hip fracture can be the cause of a nursing home confinement and subsequent immobility and decline. Indeed, in the elder, elderly, hip fractures are associated with mortality in over 20% of the cases. When you realize that 350,000 hip fractures are reported annually, this number is likely to rise as the number of people over the age of 65 increases you can see that osteoporosis is a significant health issue. While genetics play a role in the development of osteoporosis, there's a lot you can do now to improve your chances of having a strong, flexible skeleton in old age. One, boost your calcium and vitamin D intake. Calcium is a mineral used in a wide variety of bodily functions, and if you're not getting sufficient calcium from your diet, your body will need to break down the calcium in your bones and use it elsewhere. Vitamin D helps your body both absorb the calcium and deposit it into the bones. Many studies have demonstrated that, an adequate, that adequate amounts of both calcium and vitamin D will improve bone mineral density. In 1997, for example, researchers found that men and women who were given calcium and vitamin D rather than a placebo, enjoyed higher bone density and fewer fractures. Most of us don't get enough calcium in our diets. A typical woman consumes about 800 milligrams uh, calcium daily from food and supplements, but the recommended level is 1,000 daily to 12,000 daily for women over 55 years of age. There is this is of particular concern when you realize the negative balance of only 50 to 100 cal, uh, milligrams per day over a period of time is enough to result in osteoporosis. The best sources of calcium are low-fat, non-fat dairy products, 
like yogurt, as well as fortified soy milk and soy foods, cereals, sardines, and canned wild Alaskan salmon with the bones, broccoli, collards, kale, and calcium-fortified orange juice. Adequate vitamin D intake is important to preserve bone strength. Our skin actually makes vitamin D when exposed to ultraviolet rays of the sun. Unfortunately, many of us do not get sufficient vitamin D from either the sunlight or dietary sources. So it may be important to consider adding a supplement to your diet. I recommend 800 to 1,000 international units of supplemental vitamin D3 daily. All supplemental vitamin D from fish sources is vitamin D3. And when I say um, I recommend, that's actually Dr. Pratt. Uh, he wrote this book called Superfoods Health Style, Simple Changes to Get the Most Out of Life for the Rest of Your Life. Resistance exercise plays an important role in preserving bone strength. Resistance training and weight-bearing exercise like walking stimulate new bone formation. Include this type of exercise in your routine two to three times weekly. Remember that balance and flexibility to prevent falls are important also, especially as you age. Exercise in general is particularly, and particularly Tai Chi enhances flexibility. Vitamin K is being recognized as an important player in the promotion of bone strength. One recent study in the Netherlands emphasized the importance of vitamin K when subjects who took vitamin K supplements, along with calcium and vitamin D, zinc, and magnesium, had significantly less bone loss after three years compared with subjects who took either a placebo or the same supplements minus the vitamin K. The current recommended dose of vitamin K is 90 micrograms a day for women and 120 micrograms for men. But many researchers believe that this amount is too low. Trials are underway to come up with a more beneficial recommendation. But in the meantime, if you follow a superfoods diet, you'll easily get the vitamin K you need. Vitamin K is particularly abundant in spinach and its sidekicks, especially kale and collards. Potassium is a real bone booster. Research has shown that people who get a good supply of potassium experience less bone loss than those who do not. Once again, as potassium is readily available in fruits and vegetables, you should have no trouble reaching your health style potassium goal of 8,000 milligrams a day if you follow a superfoods diet. A single potato has 940 milligrams of potassium and a banana has 490. Soy can also help promote healthy bones because of its phytoestrogens, literally plant estrogens seem to boost bone mineral density. I recommend 10 to 15 grams of soy protein a day, which supplies about 50 milligrams of soy isoflavones. If you have a history of breast cancer in your family, check with your healthcare practitioner before eating soy. Limit alcohol consumption. 
to the maximum of three to seven drinks per week for women and six to 14 drinks per week for men. Alcohol consumption at these levels may enhance bone density. However, in larger amounts, alcohol decreases the activity of bone rebuilding cells. The risk for breast cancer in women begins to climb with four drinks per week. My own health style recommendations on alcohol are one to three drinks per week for women and two to eight drinks per week for men. Lim excuse me, limit your um, caffeine consumption. Excessive amounts of caffeine can affect bone strength as it increases the amount of calcium excreted in the urine. Limit your coffee con uh, consumption to two cups a day. And don't forget that many brands of soda contain caffeine as well as phosphates, which tend to pull calcium from the bones. Non-cola drinks, by the way, soft drinks, do not contain phosphates. Consider adding non-fat milk, 1% low-fat milk, or calcium-fortified soy milk to tea and or coffee, as this helps to counteract the adverse effects of the caffeine. Limit your sodium intake. Less sodium intake may trigger calcium, or excuse me, excessive sodium intake may trigger calcium excretion. Aim for no more than 2,400 milligrams of sodium a day. I'm the salt shaker. Look for low sodium labels in the supermarket and avoid most processed foods and cured foods. Check the labels on canned goods for sodium content. Try vegetable or another salt substitute. Watch your intake of vitamin A in the form of retinol or so-called preformed vitamin A as it's a nutrient that in excess will increase your risk for bone fractures. While vitamin A is essential for bone growth, too much of it in the form of retinol can be damaging. Limit retinol intake to a maximum of 3,000 international units daily. There is, by the way, no increased risks for fracture from carotenoid sources of vitamin A. Don't smoke. Many people don't realize that smoking, along with so many other health negatives, plays a role in promoting osteoporosis. Although the reasons for this is unclear, there is no doubt that smoking has a negative effect on bone strength, which seems to translate into increased risk for hip fracture. Indeed, the negative effects of smoking on bone health last up to 10 years after quitting. And I think I'm going to stop there for today. Tomorrow we'll have Frank up. So hopefully, if um, he always has some interesting articles to share with us, and I never know what it's going to be. I'll be back on Thursday, and we'll be talking about why we need to be sure to eat our greens at the top of the hour. If you scoot over to Facebook, One Team Global Live, one of our illustrious leaders will be sharing information on how to build a new skin business and what's going on in the new skin world. With that, this is Susan Mann from Portland, Oregon, signing out on May 2nd, 2020. Three. I want to wish you a great day, and if you get a chance to get out and exercise outside, it's good for your lungs, but 
on many different levels because there are things in the air that are actually good for you as long as you're not walking someplace where it's very um, where there's a very polluted um, air. I'm going to take us off mute so we can say goodbye to each other, and I welcome any thoughts or comments that you may have. So there we have it, my friends, how we can potentially avoid osteoporosis. And if there's no other thoughts, comments, or questions, I'm going to let us go. I hope you have a great day. And as I said, we'll have Frank up tomorrow, and I'll be back on Thursday.